Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Lisa is on a mission to give your body the rest it needs with two awesome mattresses plus accessories and bases for a better place to sleep. They also believe in providing a better night's sleep for everybody. And to date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. Get 15% off your entire order at lisa.com slash btb and use promo code btb. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash btb, promo code btb. Want to be more informed about what's happening in the world? Meet the skim a daily email newsletter that has everything you need to start your day. In just five minutes, you get the major news and events explained in a quick, easy way. Plus, it's free and delivered right to your inbox. Subscribe at theskim.com slash btb. That's the S-K-I-M-M dot com slash btb. And be entered to win a $50 Visa gift card. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been one week since we lived by The Body is Not an Apology, and you know what that means. Uh, it means it is time for a Buy the Book mini episode. You are correct. Thank you. Right, it's time for another by the book epilogue. This week, we're looking at the aftermath of living by the body is not an apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. And before we get to this week's responses, let's get to some housekeeping. Reminder: Kristen's book is available for pre-sale now. It is called "So You Want to Start a Podcast" by Kristen Meinzer. 
Look it up. It's on Amazon. It's on Powell's. It's everywhere. Get your pre-orders. Get her on the bestseller list. We're going to get her on the New York Times bestseller list if it's the last things we do. Oh, my gosh. That is very ambitious. But I don't know if we can do it, but I'm going to try. But honestly, pre-sales help so much. Pre-sales actually determine how many books they will print. Whoa. Yes. You want a copy? Pre-sale it. Pre-sale it. And if you like, you can pre-order the audiobook, which I already recorded and I have to say, it has a little bit more personality than the book because I actually act out a bunch of the things that oh, I talk I can't about wait. in the book. Yes, acting, it's called. <laughs> and speaking of acting, <laughs> we'll be acting out a podcast for you live <laughs> in Brooklyn. Yes, yes, we will. Buy the book live in Brooklyn, Friday, September 6th at the Bell House. And tickets are on sale now. And every ticket you buy includes an autographed copy of my new book. So go and grab your tickets at thebellhouseny.com. Yay. All right. Let's get to some of this week's listener responses. Boy, did we get an avalanche of them this week for it's the body It's blowing up over here. Let's start off with this letter from Jessica about Jolenta and how extra you are. Jessica writes, I loved this episode, specifically Jolenta's kick-ass self-love origin story poem. It was so beautiful that I started crying in my car and had to pull over. I wish we could all write such beautiful words about the things we feel insecure about. Oh, my God. Jolenta, doesn't that just kill you? She had to pull over her car. Please drive safe. Don't cry and drive. Um, no, I'm really glad people liked it because I felt like a giant dork listening back, actually, when we were proof, proof no. listening. To, and I was like, oh, I sound like such a dork. No, no. Like dozens of people wrote in to say the same thing as Jessica. But I mean, I'm glad totally I'm glad it resonates with people. I'm glad other people deal with this feeling of like being too much. You know, I think especially women, we are told like, be mousy, be demure, be like feminine means quiet and accommodating and little. And it's like some of us just can't do that physically. We just show up and can't be that. Yes, but Jolenta, it's not just women who what? are... <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking hashtag about? Hashtag not just women. Hashtag not all women. <laughs> what? No. no, no. We also heard from men who have insecurities about their bodies and about how they are in this world. We heard from plenty of them. And one of them was Stephen. Stephen, who used our new voicemail message box, 302-49-BOOKS, 302-49-BOOKS. And, you know, in response to Jessica saying just a moment ago that she wishes we could all write such beautiful words about the things we feel insecure about, Stephen did just that. Let's listen. Hi, Kristen Jalenta. Um, I just listened to your uh, story about the body images. I was very inspired by it. I was inspired by Jalenta's explanation about how she feels about her body. And I did the same kind of thing as she did in like a minute. I said, what do I feel like? And I guess she had more than, and I had less than qualities. So such as I feel awkward, not completely fit, and shorter. So I placed those words by saying I'm elegant, natural, and refined, and powerful. And I kind of made a statement out of this in saying, Stephen is made of refined, elegant diamond dust from the stars. His molecules exude powerful emissions of acceptance and joy. With this energy, people are drawn to him like bees to honey. It is a natural force that ignites all that he encounters. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye. Stephen, you're magical. You are a diamond. That's amazing. You That's are amazing. refined and elegant. We can all do that, guys. Easy peas. Yes. You're all allowed to write your stories. Yes. And feel free when you do to call in like Stephen did because it's just beautiful to hear it in your I own voices. I just want to hear all your pretty fucking voices. So beautiful. 
Now, let's change gears, and uh, we got a lot of listener responses for you, Kristen, when you talked about your experiences growing up not white. Yes, we sure Um, did. Yeah. Victoria wrote to say, as the white parent of a white child, I think a lot about trying to raise my child in a way that she will not leave her friends feeling othered and not celebrated for who they are, i.e. not inadvertently perpetuating microaggressions. I highly recommend that people read the article, Dear Parents of White Girls, and I also suggest that all of us white parents check the books and media in our homes to see how many feature a wide variety of children in lots of different roles, particularly children of color, as the main character. You may find it eye-opening. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, hugely. I mean, yeah. I know when I was growing up in the late 80s, early 90s, other than Sesame Street and, like, some occasional guests on Mr. Rogers, it's like, all white kids. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I can say as a kid growing up that there just weren't even a variety of toy options. Oh, if you, I know, yeah. If you wanted to have a children's book or a toy for your child who is not white, there were starting to be when I was growing up some black dolls. I would say black but Asian Barbie, ones? No, no. Hells no. There's not going to be any Asians. Occasionally, I remember there was one episode of The Facts of Life in reruns where Tootie, I think, had a friend who was Asian-American, but not really. She was an immigrant who was an overachiever who uh, only cared like about who grades. Played violin and stuff. And yeah. it's like, oh, great. So every once in a hundred shows that I see, there'll be a best friend. You'll get a guest star who's, who's really good a, at math. Like, very stereotypical, yeah. Yes, for uh, one episode arc where they get to be the best friend. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an issue that parents of color or parents of differently abled children are super aware of. But I think white parents, uh, it's easier to forget. I know mine did. And it's like, oh, right, we're responsible for what our kids are exposed to. Yeah. And I mean, I'll even say, I really don't know if my parents thought about it. Mm -hmm. But once my sister had kids, my niece and nephew are half black and half Asian. And when my mom was still alive, she worked very, very, very hard to try and find toys, books, other things for the kids, like even clothes with cartoon characters. Just that look like them? That look like them. Nothing? No, she would find things here and there. It was better than when we were kids. Right, but, but it's mean, still... But it still wasn't that easy yeah. to find. We all just want to see ourselves represented, guys. Yeah, and white people get to every single day. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, more on that. Uh, we heard from Emily, who says... I was doing a history lesson with my eight-year-old about how the British Empire was deceitful in writing treaties with the Maori population in New Zealand in the 1800s. The story spoke about both groups' points of view. When my son was talking about it later, he said, We lied to the people about our plans. We? We're Americans. He knows the English were the bad guys here, but I never wanted or expected him to identify with the imperialists. It just really made me think how powerful racial identity is that he would see it that way. Hmm. That is bizarrely fascinating. I think kids recognize race at a very, very young age, even if they don't have the language around it or the nuance around it. And it is true that white people did screw over Indigenous all the people? people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The original peoples of New Zealand did get screwed over pretty badly by white people. But it's interesting how we say we or mm-hmm. us versus them. And it's just interesting, like, the sort of we's we we unconsciously put ourselves in. Yes. And it's like, oh, I'm identifying with, like, hardcore imperialists right now because I'm white. Like, what does that say about everything? Yes. Ugh. But anywho, 
We really appreciate all the different perspectives that people had on race this week and also on you being extra, Jolenta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we have lots more perspectives coming up on all sorts of things, including your pubic hair. Yay. But first, let's take a little break. Did you know that a good night's sleep is like a magic remedy for the brain and body, Kristen? Yeah, because when we sleep, we're more focused and relaxed. And best of all, sleep makes us happier. That's why we're partnering with Calm, the number one app for sleep. Sleep deficiency does serious damage, not just to your brain, but to your body as well. The sleepless are more prone to accidents, weight gain, and depression. But with Calm, you'll discover a whole library of programs designed to help you get the sleep your brain and body needs. Like there are soundscapes and over 100 sleep stories narrated by soothing voices like Jerome Flynn from Game of Thrones and Stephen Fry. So if you want to seize the day, sleep the night with the help of Calm. Right now, Buy the Book listeners get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash btb. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash B-T-B. 40 million people have downloaded Calm. Find out why at calm.com slash B-T-B. Kristen, looking good shouldn't break the bank or the planet for that matter. That's why you and I both love Thread Up, the largest online consignment and thrift store. It's on a mission to get people to think secondhand first, and boy, do we love them. Mm-hmm. Among the reasons we love them, they have all the brand names that everyone knows and loves. Plus, ThreadUp is offering our listeners a special offer for an extra 30% off your first order when you go to threadup.com slash BTB. That's 30% off their already discounted prices. I have been asked to buy dresses from the Reformation for many weddings that I've been in, Kristen. And you know what I love about ThreadUp? I can get Reformation dresses on ThreadUp for, like, one quarter of the price. So reminder, for a limited time, ThreadUp is offering our listeners an extra 30% off your first order when you go to threadup.com slash BTB. That's on top of the already low prices, T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash BTB for an extra 30% off. That's threadup.com slash BTB. Terms apply. All right, we are back with your listener responses to The Body is Not an Apology. And we received quite a few letters this week from people whose bodies don't always do what they want them to do. Yes, for example, Jessica wrote in saying, Dear Kristen and Jolenta, your last episode spurred me to rethink a lot of things. I'm autistic and was bullied very intensely for my body movements and inability to do the actions other kids could, like catch a ball or hold still or run properly. The other kids called me piano hands because I couldn't stop my body from moving all the time, and I guess it looked like I was trying to play the piano in the air. I went to many years of occupational therapy as a child and can now control my body much more, but I have PTSD due to the fear about my body movements. Whenever anyone notices that I move weirdly, I lose it, and I get close to having a fit, which is terrifying because then everyone will see how different and weird I am when my body goes crazy like that. But I decided I can't live this way ashamed of myself all the time. My body movements are beautiful and natural. I cried when I listened to this episode, and I wrote on a napkin the words that I have been called and call myself that harass me, and new words I can use to value myself and love myself going forward. 
Thank you for doing this podcast. It really has had a significant positive impact on my life. Oh. Jessica. Oh, my God, Jessica. Oh. Oh, that, oh, that would be so frustrating to feel like you have to police yourself about something that, like, you can't even control. Yes. Yeah. Stop apologizing. Everything you do is fine and natural. Yes. Like, just because someone didn't qualify as normal at one point, who gives a fuck? Nothing's normal anymore. I don't care. Nothing ever was. You're normal, Jessica, because you're (laughs) Jessica. You're normal for Jessica, and I love it. Yes. There's only one Jessica, and Jessica, there's nobody else who's better at being Jessica than you. And we're just thrilled you are the way you are, because that's just fine. Yeah. Oh, should we move on to some of these letters about me and my reaction to... uh, this book as far as fixating yes. on my body yes. and my weight and so on. Yeah, we heard from some listeners, Kristen, who identify with you. Mal, for instance, wrote us to say, For a few years, I was really into body acceptance. I tried all the usual things like trying to embrace my dimply thighs and proudly showing off my bikini body on Instagram. But it actually gave me an increased sense of phoniness. I was so hard on myself because I could not embrace my body fully. The same day I would post one of those beach body shots, I would obsess about my back fat or my hip dips. Who knew those were a thing? I'm right on the edge of plus size. And so even minor fluctuations in the size of my body has determined if I can shop for clothes at the mall or not. I feel like trying to love how your body looks in this culture is like trying not to get lung cancer from air pollution. I still struggle with feeling down on my body, but it is much more helpful to focus on what my body is able to do than how it looks. And Kristen, I am with you. I struggle so much with scale obsession that I even asked them not to weigh me at the doctor's office. They were a bit weird about it, but it's actually not medically necessary for them to weigh you every time you go in. Thank you so much for writing in, Mal. I mean, mm-hmm. I we, like that the idea of like the body positivity movement being sort of a performance is very valid, I think. I think it's sort of like the performed imperfection of like, I'm a mess. Like, I see no makeup. Yay. But also give me lots of likes and validate me. Like, it's very, it's a confusing area. It is confusing. And, you know, it kind of puts me back into that place that I mentioned in the episode of like, am I just looking at bodies? Mm-hmm. Am I just yeah, objectifying yeah, yeah. bodies? Yeah, totally. I'd rather just focus on what my body does, and hopefully your body is something that's doing what you want it to do. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. And even if it's not, it's all fine. Totally. All our bodies are fine. Another listener who identified with you, Kristen, is Tori. Tori says, just wanted to say thanks to Kristen and Jalenta for once again being so transparent. This was a difficult episode to listen to as I have a long history with disordered eating and I'm currently in a place where I loathe my body. I really relate to Jalenta's feelings of being too much and Kristen's realization that putting so much focus on the body, even in a positive way, can turn into an unhealthy obsession for some. This is the way it is for me. I always go back and forth in extremes, and I've realized the body-positive movement can have a negative effect on my psyche almost as much as the nothing-tastes-as-good-as-skinny-feels BS I kept up through my teen years and early 20s. God, we actually had that magnet on our fridge when I was growing up. Oh, my gosh. So Tori and Kristen, like, come from the same cloth. Tori, let's just go on a walk together and then have some margaritas and— enjoy life and not ever read a model like that again Mm -hmm. and never weigh ourselves again and never worry about how fabulous we are again. Yeah. Because we're great. Yep. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. God. Some folks (laughs) wrote in. Oh, this is my friend Chris. Oh, this is Chris? From, uh, he's the one I texted with in the Susie Orman episode. Yes, yes. 
Yes. So <laughs> I love this. A few different people wrote in with suggestions of how to stop seeing so many horrible ads that are telling me to fix my creepy chest. Oh, my and... God. I got an ad for arm spanks the other day. Oh, Like, God. actually kill me. Oh. Okay. Chris says, my totally unscientific, only slightly tested way of getting rid of ads that I don't want. Let me share it. Anytime I notice an ad that I don't like, I choose the ad option of uninterested and click already purchased. I really have seen the amount of ads I get sent go down. I mean, I imagine that Facebook must think I am a gazillionaire that is basically made out of plastic at this point for having bought all of these items. But hey, fewer ads. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think that's a good workaround. Just be like, yeah, I bought it. It's great. Yes, Bye. I already Stop telling me I want it. I already own those arm spanks. Already yeah. <laughs> My like cleavage is so less crepey. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> I have started actually since we made that episode doing something that another friend recommended, which is just hit offensive on mm -hmm. everyone. Because one of the ad options of I don't want to see this ad anymore and it is says it why offensive? is offensive. So I guess arm spanks are offensive. Well, anytime it's telling me I'm supposed to modify my body, I decided it's offensive. Yeah, I'm so offended. You're trying to tell me to lose weight? I'm offended. All right. Great. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> but Chris, I like your idea better. Yes. Thank then, you, Chris. Then you can just have this fantasy of owning all sorts of this ridiculous crap. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of ridiculous crap, let's talk about pubes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> we got a few responses about your pubic hair, Jolenta. Oh, well, yes. For example, Skylar wrote, can I just say how much I loved Jolenta's talk about embracing the bush? The people in my life talk about body hair, especially pubes, like the grossest thing a woman could have. I decided a long time ago that hair removal was dampening my quality of life. And I love it now. But occasionally, a snide comment comes up in casual conversation. I have to re-talk myself into the confidence I've worked very hard on. I'm just so excited to hear women I admire talking about this. The Unladylike podcast, oh, by the way, Nora, our producer, oh. also produces Unladylike. Nora, did you do this on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> the Unladylike podcast addressing body hair right now is perfectly timed with this episode. Jolenta, you and I have talked about this before. I, I don't shave. I don't mm -hmm. shave my legs. But you also are, like, grow way less hair than I do. I know. I know. And this if is we're one being of, honest. And exactly. Like, my pubic hair, which I just love. I think it's my very cutest outfit. It's a little heart-shaped fur. I do say I have, like, a good natural shape. Yeah. Why would I want to get rid of it? But then many people have pointed out to me over the years that, oh, if I had a little heart-shaped fur, I wouldn't want to get rid of it either. I mean, that's also true. Yeah. So it's just, like, because I was born with a certain fur formation, but... I know that my lady friends who are much furrier, whose fur goes into their, you know, beyond the triangle and mm -hmm. into their upper thigh area and so on, I know that they feel self-conscious about it. Yeah, it sucks. Why Why does it suck? It sucks. It sucks just knowing, like, oh, if I go in a bathing suit, like, I'm a disgusting freak if I, like, didn't, like, shave the right part of my upper thigh because it, like, might look like a pube and not a leg hair and, like, God forbid someone sees that and, like— Sorry, my hair doesn't like fit in this like assigned area that like J. Crew made. <laughs> uh, I look at men's swimsuits sometimes versus women. I'm yeah, like, sorry, they get to wear a baggy piece of shit shorts. <laughs> yeah, I'd be comfy in that too. Yeah, I don't have pubes and genitals that hang out of my body too. <laughs> I just think a lot of this would be different if our society had set up the norms of swimwear being different. I mean, also just like why hairless guys. You know why my pubes are there? So I get fewer UTIs. And I love that about my pubes. Oh, there's less friction. Like, literally, there cuts, for a reason. Cuts down on all sorts of infections. Yeah, I also, love it. Also just looks sexy as hell. I, think, I mean, I honestly, think I think you should look not like a child. 
I mean, like, I just think it's hot. I yeah. think that's my personal I'm take. I'm into it. I like fur. I think it looks good. It serves a purpose. It keeps germs out of there. It's it's good people. Yes. I, I like it. Good people, good fur. All right. And good people. We're going to take a quick little good break. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to let you know about a surprise visitor we have in the Facebook community. And as always, we are going to be announcing next week's book. So stay tuned. When's the last time you ate a breakfast that you felt good about? Not a bowl of sugary cereal, but a breakfast that's nourishing your body. Now you can transform your breakfast with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced, chef-crafted smoothies, savory bowls, overnight oats, and more built on fruits and vegetables. Just add water or milk to a smoothie or heat up a harvest bowl and enjoy. Personally, those harvest bowls are my favorite, Jolenta. Mm-hmm. They are delicious. They have seasonal vegetables. I had a wild rice one with some yes. mushrooms and squash. It was delicious. I just had that one, too. No way, twinsies. It was so good. I also love they have a mint chocolate chip smoothie that's to die for. We both love Daily Harvest, and they are the easiest, most delicious way to load up on fruits and veggies any time of day. Yeah. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code by the book to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code by the book for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Daily-harvest.com. Promo code by the book. We are back, and hey, Jalenta. Hey, what? You, you know who visited our Facebook community this Wahoo. week? Who? Just to say hello, Sonia Renee Taylor, <gasps> author of The Body Is Not an Apology. Shut up. She dropped us a line. She said, thank you for living by her book. And that means we are officially two for two now because Susie Orman wrote she us. She tweeted at us. Yes. Susie Orman tweeted at us after we lived by the nine steps to financial freedom. Two out of two. two authors. out of Responded two. this season. Wow. See that's, if we can keep the streak going. That's incredible. Thank you for dropping us a line, Sonia yeah. Renee. We, so nice to hear from you. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And we also appreciate everyone else who wrote in this week, called in using our phone number. Hey-o. Yeah, tweeted us, did all of the different things. We so appreciate it. And let me just give a quick reminder of our phone number for all the folks who want to call us going forward. More calls. That is 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302 492 Six six five seven, and of course, you can email us at Kristen and Jolenta at gmail dot com. All right, well, it's that time, Jolenta. You know what time it is? It's time to announce next week's book. Our, Our next, next book, book is How to Hold a Grudge by Sophie Hanna. Do you hold a grudge in your hand? How long do you hold it for? When you hold it, does it feel like a hot potato? Tune in next week to find out. Huge thank you to our amazing production team at Stitcher, Nora Ritchie and Casey Holford. Thank you also to Nate Wida, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos, who perform our theme song. Reminder, we also have a season of the show called By the Book, Authors Tell All, exclusively available on Stitcher Premium right now. It features interviews with some of the authors whose books we've lived by, including some authors who didn't think we lived by their books correctly. Head on over to stitcherpremium.com and use the promo code BOOK for a free month. That's stitcherpremium.com, promo code BOOK. And stay in touch. 
Let us know what you think of the books we've read, share your stories, suggest other books for us to live by. Just say hi. Hit us up on Twitter at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, at By the Book Pod. And you can hit us up on Instagram at By the Book Pod. Reminder grab your tickets for our By the Book live show in Brooklyn. It is in September, and the show will be at the Bell House. Grab your tickets at thebellhouseny.com. That's thebellhouseny.com. And you've heard us say this a billion times at this point, but please rate us, review us in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts, because it helps other people find our show. It helps us spread the word of By the Book. It helps us live our best lives. Yes. Give us five stars and lots of corgi butts. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I am totally ready. I'm ready. Uh, no, I just want to zone out some more. Stitcher. ThreadUp is the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. They make it easy to stay on trend and on budget with up to 90% off top brands like Reformation, Nike, Free People, and more, all from the comfort of your own home. Get an extra 30% off your first order at threadup.com slash BTB. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash BTB for an extra 30% off today. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.